In this section, you've learned two ways to get the derivative of an expression like this, 3x minus 2 over 4x minus 5. Now, the most obvious way, and the one that I would choose, is the quotient rule, which would be denominator times the derivative of the numerator minus numerator times the derivative of the denominator, all over denominator squared. But some people prefer to use the product rule by rewriting the denominator as 4x minus 5 to the negative 1. And you'll notice that when I entered this on the calculator, the calculator told me, oh, that's 3x minus 2 over 4x minus 5. So they are equivalent expressions. Now, when you want to differentiate this, suppose you want to see that you get the same result both ways. Or you want to do it this way using the product rule. And then when you do it on the calculator using calculus, differentiate. And I'm just going to go up and take that first expression and hit Enter. And then say comma for x and close the parentheses. When I hit enter, um, that's, (laughs) that's not the right answer. Let me tell you why. I had been experimenting with some things and I had stored a value for x. Notice when I type x and I hit enter, I get 3. Okay, It's not usually a good idea to store um, for your variable some number, because we use x all the time, right? So I need to clear my variables. I don't know if you've learned this before, but uh, cleanup, f6, second f1, clear a to z, enter. And I hit enter to say yes. And now when I hit enter for x, it says x is x. So that's what I want. I don't want x to be 3. And because x was 3, can you imagine what this did right here? This happens a lot to students, so I'm going to leave this mistake in. What people do is they, if, if they have something stored in their calculator, not usually for x, but maybe for a, say a matrix or something like that, it'll tell you either an answer that doesn't look right. How could the derivative of this quotient be equal to just the number negative 1 seventh? Or it'll tell you, oh, there's a problem with your variable, um, error variables domain, something like that. And that's because you've got something in there for your variable. So you want to make sure that x is just x. And then if I go up and I grab that derivative again, and I hit Enter, okay, now it gives me something that looks more realistic. This is what you would get if you did the derivative of 3x minus 2 over 4x minus 5 using the quotient rule and simplified. So this is from the quotient rule. That's another reason why I like the quotient rule. Because if you do it this way, then you get negative 7 over 4x minus 5 parentheses squared. Now, if you did the product rule, though, using this highlighted expression right here, using the 3x minus 2 times the negative 1 power of 4x minus 5, then you're going to maybe get it in a different form. And when I did this by hand, using the product rule, I got the following. I'll type it in, and then I'll show you. I got quantity 3x minus 2 times negative 4 times 4x minus 5 in in parentheses to the negative 2 power, and then plus 3 times quantity 4x minus 5 to the negative 1 power. Mm -hmm. 
Now you'll notice that 3x minus 2 times a negative 4 times 4x minus 5 and the negative 2 plus 3 times 4x minus 5 and the negative 1 has been rewritten by the calculator to be negative 7 over 4x minus 5 squared, which is the same thing it gave me when I asked straight up for the derivative of that quotient. So the calculator simplified it for me. Now what if you have an answer and it doesn't get simplified by the calculator to be the same thing that is maybe on the book or in the book or on a test or on your paper using a different method? How can you be sure that one form of an answer is the same as another? There's a way to do that on the calculator to verify that your form is equivalent to a different form that you're looking at. And the way to do that is to go to Algebra, Solve. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to grab the one that I found by using the product rule, Enter. And I'm going to say Equals. And then I'm going to grab the answer that the calculator gave me, the one when I took the derivative of the quotient. And I'm going to say enter to put that in there. So what I'm saying is, is my expression equal to the calculator's expression? But this is a solve command, so I have to say comma x and close the parentheses. So I've got my expression, I have solve, my expression equal to their expression comma for x. Close the parentheses and hit enter, and it says true. So it says it's true that my expression is equivalent to their expression. Now, if you get anything other than true, for example, false, or also x equals something, if they give you a solution for x, then odds are you don't have equivalent expressions. And you either need to make sure you entered it correctly with all these parentheses and exponents. That can be difficult. Or you need to make sure that you did the problem correctly and go back. As another example, In the calculator tips in this section, they've got uh, an example where they say, suppose your answer is one thing and the text is another. How can you verify that yours is the same as the text's? So I'm going to clear all this out now and look at this other example. They said, suppose your answer looks like this. I'll type it in and show you. Also, it's in, in your book at the end of this section. 1 divided by, I'm going to need parentheses for the denominator and then another set of parentheses for x plus 1 to the power of parentheses 3 halves and then times, still in the denominator, parentheses for x minus 1, the quantity x minus 1 to the 1 half power. Do 1 divided by 2. Don't do 0.5 because if you ever use 0.5 as an exponent, sometimes if there are, if there are numbers in your answer, it's going to give you a decimal approximation to your answer because that's what you gave it. So if you want an exact answer, put in the fraction 1 half, not the decimal 0.5. I'm going to close, close the denominator. I hope that I've got the right number of parentheses in here. That's correct. 1 over x plus 1 to the 3 halves power is the second part. And then the first part is x minus 1 to the 1 half power. This is what I typed. And then what's highlighted is how the calculator rewrites it with a square root instead and puts it in front of the 3 halves power. It's a little easier to read this form, right? Suppose the answer in the book, though, is parentheses x plus 1 to the negative 2 all over the square root of a fraction. Let me show you what that looks like. I'll have to type it in and then show you. So I'm going to clear this out. 
and I'm going to say parentheses for the numerator, x plus 1 to the negative 2 power. I actually don't need parentheses for the negative 2 power. Divided by the square root of, and then inside the square root I have a fraction, so I have to put another parenthesis for the numerator of the fraction. I'll show all this in a minute. x minus 1, close the numerator, divide by the denominator in parentheses, x plus 1. Close the denominator, close the square root. When I hit enter, this is what I entered, x plus 1 to the negative 2 over the square root, x minus 1 over x plus 1. There are two sets of parentheses. See them right here? Inside the square root. One for the square root of the whole thing, and the other for the numerator, x minus 1, divided by denominator, x plus 1. Then close the square root right there. In the front, we just have x plus 1 to the negative 2 power. Notice that the answer given by the calculator as an alternative form is 1 over x plus 1 squared times that square root. So can you see what it did between what I typed in and what it has here? Here's what I typed in and then its answer. It just took the x plus 1 to the negative 2 power and brought it down to the denominator. But that's not the same as the answer that I have up above, right? It's a slightly different form. It might even not be the same. We don't know. So how can we check to see if what the book has is the same as what we have? Equivalent forms. Do you remember if we go to algebra, solve, and I go up and I take the one that I have, and it doesn't matter which you do first, but I'm going to take my answer, enter, and I'm going to say equals the answer that the book has, enter, And I'm going to say comma for x. And I need to close the parentheses. So I've said solve, setting my form equal to their form, comma for x, because it's a solve command. It always needs comma, whatever variable you're solving for. Hit enter. It says, warning, more solutions may exist, but all we're getting is true. That's all we care about, right? So it's a true statement. So that means my form must be the same as the book's form. They look different, so they're not exactly the same, but they're equivalent in terms of what they represent.